Bienvenidos a Geek Girl Soup. Yo soy Susan. Soy Kelly. Soy Cork. And today we are talking about Latino culture, Latinx, Latina. And that's part of the thing. What do you call it, everybody? <laughs> so, <laughs> However they identify. Right. Yeah. Right. And we watched all kinds of shows because, you know, not a monolith. <laughs> so, <laughs> Especially as discussed in Abla Now on mm-hmm. Max. And Abla Texas and Abla Celebrity oh, and awesome Abla series. Everything. Yeah. That's been on since like the early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to have to go and watch as many as I can. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but first, I have an app re- app recommendation for everybody. It's on the iPad. I don't know if it's on uh, the phone or anything. It's called TV Time mm-hmm. to keep track of the TV shows that you watch. It also has movies, but I'm using Letterboxd for movies and. You know, I'm not ready to switch over for that yet, but apparently I could because it has, it tracks both. And so I've been, I guess everything I've watched since the first, like the different series that I've watched. But for those, yes, I have marked previous seasons as watched, but the episodes that I've been watching so far this month, I've marked it off on TV time. Cool. Sounds neat. Yeah. It's been so remiss about keeping track of things in the spreadsheet. I know. It's terrible. I know. I haven't used the spreadsheet at all this year. Me either. And And like there used to be this website where you could, you could track the TV shows that you were watching and you would, um, you would get these stickers. Like you would would watch them. Yes. Yes. You would would get to so many points or whatever. And they were like, send my stickers now. I still have sheets of stickers somewhere. Oh yeah. That's Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. What really, uh, what I like to use the spreadsheet for is during award season. Yeah. Yeah. Because it reminds me how much did I like this thing? You know, right? how did I rate it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I, and, and, and I'm really talking about like for the soupies. Yeah. Because yeah. most of what we watch during the year does not get nominated for a spirit award. Right, but then when I do go, so I will definitely use the spreadsheet when watching the Spirit Award films Mm -hmm. and shows. Yeah, because also with that, you know, we we write our own notes in there that we wouldn't necessarily put in a review on a public site. Right. Yeah. Well, we aren't even given the option. Right. Well, we are with with Letterboxd. Oh, okay. I don't use Letterboxd. I just, I can't. I tried it once and it's just, it's too much. I can't sit there and spend 10 hours putting it, you know, trying to figure out everything I've ever watched. Right. But you could just start from, from today, you know? Uh, Yeah. No. And then. I have too much of a history. No. (laughs) You could always start now when you rewatch something. You're like, oh, I've seen this before. And they have a little button for already watched. Mm Mm-hmm. I have logged some shows on there, Susan. It lets me like um was it who is Aaron Carter? Like I was able to log right. that. Some limited series. Yeah, yeah. it does yeah. that. Yeah. And like the one hour comedy specials and yeah. things like that. Those are on letterboxed with movies and stuff. So yeah. Cool. Real quick side recommendation. Mm-hmm. 
I binged. I didn't realize it came out that day until after I watched it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dear Child, uh, mm-hmm. Lebeskind, it's German, mm-hmm. just came okay. out on Netflix last Thursday, meaning the 7th. 7th. Oh, last September Thursday. 7th. Gotcha. And I just was looking through Netflix and it was at the very top as a recommendation. Yep. I'm like, let's check it out. Didn't realize it had come out that day. Six episodes, binged it all in one go. I was up a goes. little bit late. That's how you won an award. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really good. Yes. This woman is uh, hit by a car and her identity is questioned and it's related to a woman who went missing 13 years earlier. It is so much more than that. Why is it called the dear child? There is this 12-year-old girl involved and it is really, really good. Just, Just trust me and just watch it. If I say anything else, it gives too much away. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that one, but I did add it to my list. Good. Because um, mm-hmm. that's creepy. I, yeah. Very yes. creepy. It looks creepy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And one of the women in it was in dark. Like I mm-hmm. saw her face. Oh. I'm like, I know her. It has yeah. to be from dark. And it was, sure enough. Mm-hmm. Nice. Up. I, of course, watched a comedy on Hulu called Creamery. It it's an apocalypse story, a post apocalyptic story, but funny. Yeah, dark comedy or ha-ha? extremely dark, oh, extremely okay, dark. Okay. Yeah, because there's there's this virus which has killed all the men, and so. Ooh. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> exciting. I'm sorry. No, that was mean like, on purpose. You know, like why it's, the last man? Um, yeah, yeah, and so there are these lotteries on who can get pregnant, you know, using the last reserves of sperm. Wow. And of course the boy babies don't survive mm-hmm. like in utero, you know, they don't survive just because of the virus. Yeah. So. Wow. And you said ice cream? Creamer. No, it's called creamery. creamery. I mean, Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Well, the, the main characters run a dairy farm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Double entendre so, there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe more than <laughs> I mean, it made us laugh. So I'm in. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it is. There's comedy. There's drama. There's action. Adventure. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> That's cool. Just a movie, they're, not a series. There, no, it's a series. Oh, okay. Uh, Twelve episodes, half hour each. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. And I'm I'm so upset because the the second season of and yeah, each season is six episodes. It came out in July of this year, so it's going to be a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there is going to be a season three. Yeah, there has to be. 
You know, I really, really dig limited series. So Dear Child is a limited series. It's <laughs> yes. it's done. So you get your... <laughs> yeah. But now I started watching before I knew. Terrible. Yeah, like, I would hit a wall. <laughs> we've so gotten into this instant gratification, you know? Like, it, it's like I want a long movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I like multi-season shows, but... Then when we all, I mean, Court, you had already watched it, but Susan, when you started watching Tierra de Reyes, and yeah. so I decided, okay, I'll watch the first episode. I ended up watching two and a half episodes. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, wait a minute, is it going to take 160 episodes for them to figure out who killed her for us to know too, who killed her no. and how he died too, or how he was killed? Okay. No. Okay, thank goodness. Because that's why I stopped right then. It is engaging yeah, and over like, the top. And I mean, yeah, not not any like, more over it, the top than yeah. our soap operas, but yeah, still. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know, telenovelas, soap operas, period, always right. throw everything in plus the kitchen sink. And right. we're, we're, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Like I, I watched a bunch of stuff <laughs> this week. Oh, yeah. Um, for, yeah. Who is Aaron Carter? Like I, yes. I binged that. Like I binged yeah. that Sunday after we finished, we talked, yeah, we finished talking on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let me check this out. Cause I was wondering, oh, can this fit the category for what we're doing this week? Cause I was like, oh, it, it takes place it's in Spain. Hispanic-ish. And, like, and the husband, yeah. And the husband yeah. speaks, and everybody speaks Spanish, but she's British. I was like, right. but still, um, this show reminded me so much of, um, crap. What's that Gina Davis movie with Samuel L. Jackson? Oh God. Where she's lost her memory. She was an ex-spy. <gasps> The long um, kiss, good night. Yes, mm, yes. Thank okay. you. It jumped right out of my head. I've seen that movie a billion times. Um, okay. But like, I watched this and I was like, "This is amazing! It's it's insane all the different things that was going on." Because I'm I'm trying not to say too much because I don't want to spoil it. Kelly, you're naughty because you've seen it. Yes, yes. yeah. It, it's so good, and I don't want to make someone not watch. I believe it was seven episodes, something like um, that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's short. It's not yeah. ten or twelve. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Jamie Bamber from Battlestar Galactica is in there just a little bit um, as a character. He pops up at one point in time and he's the reason and she's the reason also I'm kind of hoping we get another season. I, like, I know we mm. like our one and dones, but I wouldn't mind seeing her again. Yeah. And um, I had realized the guy, the actor who plays her husband in this was also in incorporated the show on sci-fi that me and Brad talked about. So I had to text him um, like it was short lived. But like for some reason, that show, like our episodes um, for that show, our podcast for that show were like the most listened to. Wow. Like around the world. It was really weird. But that cool. was cool. Yeah. Um, I liked and, the dude who played her husband. Yes. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So, like, I can't say anything more than that because no. I want y'all to, oh, not y'all, because Kelly watched it. Um, no, y'all listeners. listeners. Yeah. 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 Susan, you and the listeners, I want y'all to, to watch it when you get a chance because it was actually really good. Um, It was a really good binge. Yeah. So, yeah, I check that out. Oh, um, if you haven't seen it, there's this movie called Unseen where um, you have this attendant at a gas station. Um, she's calling for pizza and she mistakenly calls this woman who's been kidnapped by her ex-boyfriend. And um, the girl, she's, um, I guess, hard of sight. She has glasses and the glasses get broken. So she escapes from him, but she can't see anything. So she all she has is the gas attendant to help her uh, escape from him. 
And I won't, again, give any details, but this was really great. Um, I'd seen this on VOD um, on sale, and I'm trying to be good. Y'all know I buy a lot of shit. And I saw that it was um, Epics. Epics became MGM Plus, and I had that already, so I was going to wait for it to pop up on there. It's under Prime. It's on Prime. So when it popped up, I watched it last weekend. I was like, oh, I enjoyed it so much. Nice. It was different. So. Does that mean that the shows that were on Epics are available on Prime now? Because I, I still need to watch the rest of From. You do. You do. Yeah. It's so good. And it's already been um, renewed for a third season. Um, but third yes. Season. That, yeah. So Epics is now MGM Plus. Because, you know, um, Prime, not Prime, Amazon, they acquired MGM. That's why they, they own Bond. So. Wow. Well, okay. Okay. Yeah. And it, it took me some time to do the homework for this week because I got caught up in something else. And I blame you, Susan. Me? I blame you. because I, I'm, I don't I, understand. I, I went back and I watched From again. And I love because it's a good show, but it's short. It's not long. And somebody was talking about watching Fear the Walking Dead. And I was like, do I want to watch that? Who is that? Some hmm. lady was talking about watching Fear <laughs> the Walking Dead. And every now and again, I get I get this um, mood to watch the pilot of the mothership, The Walking yeah, Dead. Because yeah. I love seeing Rick. And like yeah. it, it was so well done. Um, so I, I started watching as per usual, but then I started watching the rest because the first season is six, six episodes. It's so easy yeah. to go back and yeah. watch that. Was that during the and, writer's strike? Why is it so um, short? No, that was just, no. I, th- I feel like that, that was AMC's first foray yeah. into. Just wow. So just a tester season. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I totally forgot yeah. that. And I, maybe if, if they had ended with just this season. I would have been disappointed because I know there's so much more based on the comics, but like it would have been okay for them to end where they did. Um, but thankfully they didn't because I was able to jump into the next season right after that. I've been watching mm-hmm. almost a season a day. Wow. Almost. But I got caught up, you know, work and nieces and nephews and all that other yeah. stuff. So. But, you know, speaking of, of, of Fear of the Walking Dead, um, I watched the first three seasons oh. and then um and you know season three kind of fit in with with our um our theme because it pretty much takes place entirely in mexico and so you know there were was one episode i think that was completely in spanish and that's cool you know i remember people talking about it back when it happened you know it's like wow that's amazing and you know yeah. So are y'all going to continue watching even when it gets to the hate watching point? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Port I is, but I don't know if I am because I I watched the first episode of season four and that's, you know, when everything changes, you know, when they back in Texas and we meet um, John Dory and Morgan comes back and, you know, it's like, oh, it's it's turned. You know, the first three seasons were so different. Mm-hmm. You know, com- we got a completely different story there. Mm-hmm. And then we come to this. So. And I'm the flip side. I couldn't stand that family. That family drove me nuts. So when, yeah, when like Morgan either. and John Dory popped up, I was like, "Ooh, these people are interesting. Now, my thing with Fear the Walking Dead, is that's a show where I have not seen all the episodes. I, I will jump in and out. 
And when I jump out, I don't go back and rewatch what I missed. Like I'll just either read, yeah. read about it or I'll listen to um, like one of the podcasts and let them update me mm-hmm. or not at all. I'll just jump in and be like, I don't know who these people are, what the hell's going on, but that's Morgan. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and, and I think that's why they brought him over. Yeah. Because people, you know, would say, oh, Morgan. Okay. I yeah. like Morgan. <laughs> yeah. And I'm curious yeah. to see what's going to happen in this final season because he's 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 gone. He and his daughter. You know that, right? He, he and his daughter well, are going to go look yeah, for it's Rick. It's been a while. Yeah. And I feel like they're going to end up on Rick's show, Rick and Michonne's show um, that's coming next year. Um, but I feel like that's the last that we've seen of having fear, fear of the wall. How old is the daughter now? How much have a time oh, jump has God. there been? It was, I can't say she's maybe 10 ish. Okay. I don't know. Okay. And I don't want to give you details to spoil like how she grew up. Cause she, she's a big well, 10 or strong okay. 10. Well, I mean, no, no. Cause I saw that episode, I guess after the bomb went off and okay. there with the baby and somebody tried to steal the baby and yes yeah i, I saw that so she's been kidnapped multiple times oh she, yeah of course <laughs> yeah and i think it was the end of that season that i stopped watching yeah me, me too and then I, I jumped in at the beginning when that other character season. came back yeah yes yeah My just God. to see what was going on like how you you died you're dead but now she's going to be our entry into this last half of the final season. So, okay, sure. Kelly has no idea what the hell we just said. <laughs> and who was the, the the sister in the main show that everyone wanted? Oh, Beth. Beth. Everyone yeah. wanted Beth to come back. We saw her get shot in the head. We did. We did. And rewatching, <laughs> rewatching the ma- main show, her in that second season. And I'm like, because I liked her character. Um, and I know she, there's no way she could come back. I, I get that. I understand that. And I'm, I'm okay with that, especially after rewatching yeah. the second season. I was like, oh, you yeah. were kind of an, an annoying. I liked you, but you were kind of annoying. Yeah. I, I get it now. I understand. <laughs> I get the bill. I do. Yeah. But for like Walking Dead, um, there's a certain point of time where I did stop watching because it did get to be too much. And I didn't go back and watch those one or two seasons that I missed. And I'm going to watch those now. Okay. Because I did jump back in after yeah. time, after my break. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, it got, because it got good again for me. It got good and it kept my attention. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking I might as well watch all the way through fear since they're ending. Yeah. Me as well. <sighs> so. Yeah. And but, of course, you know. we have the new Daryl Diction show and a little birdie has said that it's good. And I actually read an article article um, this morning. Um, they were um, ranking all the series and everything. And of course, the mothership is number one, but they rank Daryl Dixon as number two. People hmm. are liking it. I don't know. Yeah. It's, yeah. Toward some of those seasons, I'm like, why don't they just kill Daryl? <laughs> Let me say this. Um, I thought these spinoffs were supposed to be one and done's and then it would be over and they would just go to the um was it was that the vampire diet not vampire diaries, what's the Anne Rice world? 
She, she they have a whole a vampire. Universe. Yeah, they have a whole universe with her and the um the Mayfair, Mayfair witches. witches. Yeah, yeah, okay. they ha- they've that's what they that's gonna be their new universe that they've created um with her. But apparently, there are gonna be multiple seasons of some of these spinoffs. And I got that when Dead City ended, and I was like, oh wait a minute, this is this is still happening. What's going on? Even though I'm not mad because I, I enjoyed Dead City. So so basically the Walking Dead universe is like power and power never dies, never exactly. ends. Exactly. So what what does Tommy like say? The power universe. Christmas cancel, cancel Christmas. Yeah. 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 Nobody's it's canceling not. Christmas here. Nope. Nope. <laughs> still going. Still mm-hmm. getting gifts. It, it's a zombie <laughs> show. You can't kill it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lame. Okay. <laughs> I'll see myself out. Okay. Let's get down to business here. Yeah. We had like a list. Did anyone watch anything that was on the list? No, not the original list. No. We ended up deciding it could be like a free for all, but we all did watch (laughs) at least Abla now. I didn't Mm -hmm. watch any of the other Ablas. And Mm -hmm. we all watched at least two and a half episodes because that's all I watched of Tierra de Reyes. Mm-hmm. the telenovela from yeah. mexico and i just chose that at random and it's like it's like wait that looks like brace by you you know yeah. <laughs> where those kids are riding their bikes and they find a dead body and yeah. you know and yeah it's supposed to take place in houston and then we meet all the characters and try and figure out how they're all connected and then <laughs> <laughs> there's two deaths by the end of the first episode and then you know the the two main families meet and the music changes and sparks fly <laughs> yes all by the end of the first episode oh, it's so funny <laughs> i would love to see the first episode of some other soap operas and yes. <laughs> i will bet they don't exist anymore what they oh. may well they may have been filmed over Oh, General Hospital running ones from no, no, no. Some of them you can find online. I'll see really? if I can find it for you. Um, Days of Our I'll Lives, General Hospital, All My Children. Those are so old. Probably the ones that they well, well, Yeah, but they started like in the 70s. And so yeah. 50s they, and 60s. Because yeah, some of them started on the yeah. radio and well, then made the changeover. Uh, okay. So those. But I'll check. Yeah. I'll check for you. But the ones from the 50s, yeah, those may be lost. Right. Because, yeah, those were, you know, we need to reuse this tape or whatever. But I think from the 70s, I think they maybe figured, yeah, we should save it. What about even the very first episode of Dallas? I know it's not, it wasn't a soap opera, but, you know, I feel like it's it's like an evening (laughs) soap opera. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Primetime soap. Right. And what, Dallas, Knott's Landing and... Just Dallas. Falcon Crest. Not Landing, ma'am. Come on. That was the best one. I'm not going to watch all those. It was a spinoff of Dallas, right? I know. Just do the original. Not all of it. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I was in the band and we played the theme song, you know, (laughs) that was one of our, that was in our repertoire. Yeah. (laughs) Was the Dallas theme song. It's like, okay, French horns, stand up. You can shine now. (laughs) So this was, yeah, Tierra de Reyes. 
Mm-hmm. It, you know, yes. land of the kings or land well, of kings. Land of it's honor. The, yeah, they, well, that's how they translated many it, ways. that's not the real word. The real words, but land Reyes of kings. kings. Right. And right, which Rey, they should have kept because it makes sense. Right. Yeah, and, and that's Rey how they explained it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were raised and their sister was Reina. Right. Yeah. Right. So when I saw that translation, when I went and look, looked it up after I first watched it, I was like, what do you mean? Like you said, Kelly, it's supposed to be kings. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so like this came out in 2014 originally. Mm. Um, it was actually adapted from um, Passion de uh, Galvian- Galvianes. Okay. That came out in 2003, though. Same wow. soap opera, but they just rebooted it. Um, <gasps> that really? one, I think, was 100. That's I told you they do that, though. Like, they have mm-hmm. some that they reboot from back from the 80s. But you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Faster turnaround time these days. And it was funny, though, because after I had finished binging this one, like, um, they had a sequel season come out for the first one back in 2022. Like I said, the first one came out back in 2022. 2003 yep 2003 and so like you follow the family's next generation to see everything that happened next so i never had a chance to watch the original because and i fell in love with tiara but now i'm curious to go back and watch like the newer version of that show too oh funny yeah Mm -hmm. Because I think it's on Peacock. So I'm going to I'm going to go back and watch that. But y'all were laughing at me because I told you this one was 160 episodes. And I feel like I watched it when we had a government shutdown or something like that. And I I binged it. Mm -hmm. I I, I made a bulldozed it because they're each an hour long. They're not that long. They don't feel that long. Like water, man, like water. Because you got to see yeah. what happens next. It's yeah. like, oh, do they get together? Oh, do they figure out it was Leonardo? Oh, what's going on with the mama? What's oh, happening here? Freaking Leonardo. Oh, my God. Yeah. How are they going to get rid of him? <sighs> it takes a while. And and I'm sitting there. And it's like he promises he won't touch his wife, Sophia, at mm-hmm. least not now. And he says this as he's reaching out to her face. Yeah. And I know he meant touch as in make her have sex with him and then the very next night he's there and he's forcing her on the bed and this is after she had been nearly raped and and he had allegedly saved her i you said allegedly right i'm -hmm. anticipating that he actually had it set up am i right since he came as a hero did he not of course yeah yes so he arranged for her to be right i mean Good Lord, okay. he killed her father. Mm. I mean, he arranged, you know, he had the two guys mess with the plane to have like, uh, minute, him killed. Mechanics. <laughs> right. So, of course, he arranged to have her raped. So, or, you know, the innocent almost. pilot and flight crew, you know? Oh, they're just, about you them. know, no, yeah. they're just pawns. Mm-hmm. Not even. They're just they're side. I, I, he just doesn't get why would he even consider that? Yeah. So yeah, Not he's like all. one of the okay. main villains. I'm glad y'all watched more than one episode because, like, in the first episode, you see, um, like the, the you see the, the sister and see what happens to the sister, um, but you don't see like their their plan for revenge in that first episode. Yeah. So like, and that's what kind of drives maybe the first quarter mm. of the episodes, uh, before they actually 
you know, fall in love and decide we don't really need revenge. I'm kind of in love with her over here. So like, I don't want to take her down and right. hey, I'm in love with her too. And the other brother in love with the lounge singer, like I'm not, not in love with her, but I wasn't down for the revenge anyway. So we're good. It's fine. I mean, but, and um, you notice, I three... feel bad for the third sister then. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, no, no. That's uh, right. Three sisters okay. for three brothers, yeah. Yeah. you know, seven brides for seven brothers. Wasn't that yeah. the yeah. name of the yes. movie years yep. ago? That right. musical yeah. or whatever. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that, that works itself out later. Cause that lounge singer okay. is involved with some shady dudes in Mexico. Yeah. Well, I mean, we saw in the second episode, she was yeah. involved with this shady guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, anyway. and por soledad with, the her baby being taken from her immediately because Cayetana made her give her baby up for adoption I mean Cayetana is just terrible she's horrible okay here's here's another question for court so Mm -hmm. was that that baby related to the um our family here why would you say something like that Mm-hmm. Well, she went through she that the father. box and she said something about, I forget what her words were, but yeah, the yeah. Jose Antonio. Of, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So Sully Dad oh. did have an affair with their father at some point in time in the past, and they have another sister out in the world. So the Alma that you saw in the first episode, uh, the actress you will see again. If you happen to watch, I know my niece will be watching. I told y'all she was watching with me last night. I, I was going to stop at one episode because I've seen it before and I was going to go back and rewatch later because I wanted to watch some other telenovelas just to be able to talk for this. And we kept going. She, we were at midnight and I said, it's midnight. And she's like, come on, just one more, just one more. Wow. She's like, I told she, I said, it's 160 episodes. She's like, okay, well that could take a few days. She loves K-dramas, y'all. Oh, so I, I had to promise her after we finish talking here today, we're going to go back and start more. So she's kickstarted my rewatch, which cool. is great. Okay. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they have another sister in the world. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Who's about to come for a visit. Exactly. Exactly. Nice. Yeah, And, and this was so messy because you got to see, like, they basically, they stole her baby. It not even coerced her to sign away her rights. Like they stole yeah, that woman's yeah. baby because you can change your mind. Yeah, if this, you know, happened in the United States, which it, it appears did. it did in Houston. It did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Kayatana, it took me a minute. Uh, the actress is Sonia Smith. And she was actually in another one of my favorite telenovelas from back in the early 2000s, um, Milagros. And I was so excited to see her again, just because I had enjoyed her work. And you see that a lot with the different telenovelas. Sometimes they recycle the actresses and they're in these new roles. Um, So it was cool to see her. But this time, instead of being the main heroine, like she was like one of the villains or she feels very villainous um, Mm. when everything first starts. And I don't want to say too much more because if y'all watch... But I'm just gonna say she she she's very naive in some of the things that she does. Really? No, no, no. She, yeah, she's very evil with some stuff she does, but she she's also very naive. Yeah, I can't like, just tell... the fact that she trusts Leonardo. Exactly. She does. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I figured I, that was naive. Yeah. Naivete, not that, that's what I was thinking of the naivete. Um, that and like she, she, she's had, for some reason she's very blinded to him because the way he treats her daughter to me, like you see that and it's insane. Yeah. And you're talking about, well, you need to do better to be with him. 
no, did you not hear that he tried to force himself on her? Yeah. Like the sisters came in and the father came in. And yeah. at one point in time, her sister, Andrea, talks about, oh, no, you're so lucky. And he's so wonderful. Again, you walked in here when she was screaming and yeah. and the father had to pull him off. Right. What's what's happening? And why wouldn't Sophia see through his driving his car into their gate in episode three, I think it was when he was, you know, drunk and you know, he did that on purpose. That was yeah. not an accident. I wish he had called his bluff in front of the whole yeah. family and said, he just did this on purpose. He's yeah. trying to weasel his way back in. Yeah. She's still dealing with the trauma from being assaulted or almost being assaulted. Yeah. This guy has been there to support her. She does not know like the truth of who he really is like because she was the one working with her father initially because she thought that leonardo was the one that was um like stealing from the family business and he is he is she was yeah, right about she that was so right. she has her instincts but <laughs> she's questioning her instincts because of how he's manipulating her and now you have the loss of her father yeah the yeah. gaslighting you have the loss of her father who's now been framed to be mm-hmm. the one who is uh was stealing and it doesn't help mm-hmm. that she knows that her father was with some young girl cheating on her mother as far as she knows um like she he's not the man that she thought he she thought he was yeah so she's got a lot of shit going on with her right now plus you have the added confusion of this new worker on their on their ranch who she's very much attracted to and he kind of hates her she doesn't know why yeah but there's an attraction that she's (laughs) they're both denying (laughs) because every time their eyes meet the music changes and yeah hilarious (laughs) yeah Oh my goodness. That's funny. All right. Y'all want to talk about some of the hablas? Yes. Let's get serious. Let's get serious. Habla now. Yes. So I love how this was a look at, you know, there were some celebrities in here Mm -hmm. and some regular people, all Latinos, Latinas, and just doing different things and talking about their experiences with Latin culture, Latin American culture. They all ended up in the United States or were already here. Right. And Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. a few who stuck out at me, Amara La Negra. Yeah. And so she was talking about racism within Latino cultures yeah, and colorism, racism and colorism. Right. Because yeah. she is black Latina. Yeah. And she was talking about how she gets this feeling in Latino cultures, how there's this attempt to try to make one nationality better than another, one skin tone oh, yeah. better than another, and just yeah. all of that. And how she took on the La Negra is not her real last name. It's a name she took on herself to sort of own being black Latina because that just hasn't been respected in her, her whole life. And Mm -hmm. like with her, wasn't she saying that people were surprised that she's also Latina 
Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. because that that happens. Um, like part of the reason why I wanted us or why, why we ended up watching more than just the telenovelas is because the telenovelas, they only represent um, like a small microscope of what the yeah. Latin culture or uh, Spanish culture actually consists of. I mean, they depict the the fair skin. Exactly. Section yeah. of that community. Yeah. Whereas there's a whole rainbow. Like, uh, yeah. I watched a stand-up from this comedian, um, Aida Rodriguez, and she talked about one of her friends coming over. And, like, in my household, and I'm sure in other households, like, we're all shades. But the the, the girl was confused. She's like, wait, wait a minute, do y'all have different fathers? And she said, yeah, no, we have the same father. His name is Colin. And she said, Colin, Colin? And she was extra, extra confused. Like, but you name Aida, Colin, they all sound right. Yeah. Colonization, honey. Colonization. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, in the Abla series, I watched like a few different ones, the celebrity one and Abla Mas and Mm -hmm. uh, Abla Texas. Mm -hmm. So, there were people that looked like anybody, well, little anybody on the street, because here I am in Texas. Mm-hmm. And so, and were Latinos, Latinas, Latinos. Um, and one of them was a Chinese woman, you know, mm-hmm. from appearance. But um, I guess either her family moved over here when she was a baby or whatever. So when she spoke Spanish, Sounds like anybody else from Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so another one like the like the Afro Latinas who are mm-hmm. stealthy, stealth Latinas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, Amara La Negra, she she talked about also um about claiming both sides of who you are. And yes. like claiming, like, yes, I, I'm I'm black too. Hey, how you doing? I'm black too. Mm-hmm. And she also talked about um the self-hate that is taught a lot, like mm. with some of the ways that they were trying to downplay like her hair. Um, they were talking mm-hmm. about her hair and how like we hear stories about that all the time, how yeah. um like a lot of black actresses have a hard time with finding someone who actually knows how to take care of her hair um or their hair. Um, whereas a lot of black hairstylists, they've been trained to c- take care of all kinds of different hair types. But for mm-hmm. some reason, like a lot of white stylists, I'm gonna say that a lot of white stylists, they only know how to take care of white hair, yep. white people's hair, or like straight hair. Yep. They can't handle 4B, 4C hair hair types. They just don't, they don't know how to make it work. And so a lot of actresses, a lot of black actresses end up having either to show up with their own hair already done or having to do a lot of wigs and different things. Um, I remember watching And she called hers, quote, bad hair. Right, Mm -hmm. right. And we've heard that. We've heard that so many times before. Um, And I was watching this video from um, an actress I've been following forever. And like she was crying and in and, and reaction she, she cried because it felt so good because she had just worked with a hairstylist who knew how to take care of her mm. hair wow and it's such a sensitive subject yeah. yeah i know it's so sad oh my goodness yeah but like this i'm, I'm glad you found this kelly um and because it's mm-hmm. it's been on there forever but yes, like yeah. i had never seen it i just um, but they scrolled down in yeah. on max and yeah. it was at the bottom Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what it, the section was called. Hispanic. Oh, no. Para nosotros. Okay. Oh, I think oh, that's what like the that. section was called. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So many options for things in Spanish. So like, you know, English language movies trans- and TV shows translated into Spanish, yeah. but then yeah. this entire catalog <laughs> mm-hmm. of movies and TV shows that originated in Spanish and documentaries about uh, Latinos and just on and on. It was a treasure trove. That is so and cool. Yeah. Hulu has a similar section like under hubs. Mm. They have um, a Latino section and I was scrolling through it's like oh that looks like modern family a show just like modern and it was it was in fact the show modern family but you know with the spanish title and yeah. everything in spanish so yeah. i guess the dubbed yeah. version of of the show that's cool <laughs> yeah this is great yeah habla now is the only one that i watched but it was cool yeah. to see how You'll many love the others, others that were yeah. awesome yeah we'll have to check them out and the the man, Ozzy Areu, mm-hmm. who was telling the story of how he started out as a security guard at Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. became an assistant to Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston, yes. Yes. then became an assistant to Tyler Perry, moved up to he- the head of Tyler Perry's studio, mm-hmm. and then was telling Tyler Perry, I want to start my own studio. And he did. Yeah. Areu Brothers Studio. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, like you have to you have to do that. Like you have to write your own stories. We've yeah. talked about this before where beforehand like most of the stories had been surrounding like white men. Yeah. And white women like that and that's people got so used to seeing that because that's all that would be presented yeah. to you. But like just think of what we just talked about, what's been made available para nosotros. Yeah. And on Hulu and like, oh, there are just, there's mm-hmm. so many options that you have now. And um, so somebody um, in Abla Now, they talked about how um, they have, they have folks who, who uh, escape from other countries. And the, the reason why they, they don't speak up, why their parents have taught them not to speak out in certain ways is because they are used to having people disappear um, mm-hmm. when, when that happens, Los Desaparidos, I think she called it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And she talked about the importance of understanding each other's pain. And I, that's where having other people's stories and actually having it play out is presented to you. Like, that's important because if you don't know that about another slice of life, like, how? How, how can you understand out somebody mm-hmm. else's pain? How can you try to relate to them if you don't understand? So you got to make it available. Yeah. And also people have to be willing to step up and watch yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And in the celebrity Abla, Lynn Manuel Miranda, was, mm. they were talking to him. And that's one of the things that he was saying when he was talking to a group, a, a theater group. And somebody was asking, well, do you think uh, that, um, was it in the Heights? Is that going to be the only story of, uh, the only Latin story of musical? Mm. And he's like, write one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, write, right. write a story. You're, you're here. You're in the business. Make, you know, write your story. Yeah. yeah. So Hispanic Heritage Month starts this Friday, September 15th. Mexican Independence Day is Saturday, September 16th. That is not actually Cinco de Mayo. That is not Mexican right. Independence Day. Yeah. Okay. Even though people will say, you know, they will 
conflate the two. Yeah. So I'm hoping that Max and Hulu and some other streaming services will make more prominent some Spanish language movies and TV shows or documentaries uh, about Latinos will make those more prominent starting now. That would be great. (laughs) For for at least the next month. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's not enough, but it's something. Because again, this, you know, this treasure trove of amazing movies and shows just tucked away down there. And and it's just like on Google page one of the search results, most yeah. people don't scroll right. past page one. And mm-hmm. so I think same with these streaming services, how many people keep scrolling, scrolling, scrolling? Right. right. I do. At the bottom of the page. Is, right. Yeah. I do. But most people don't. Like, I want right. to see what's hidden down here. Exactly. What, what gem may I find down here? And I do usually find something, but mm-hmm. most people don't do that. And so let's bring these to the top occasionally. Yeah. And like bring these to the top, but also you, you get up, you go Google, go look some things up. I told you guys, I found that article. I don't, was it from 2019 or 2020? No, it had to be from 2020 or something like that. Where I, cause again, I wanted to see other voices, other people who weren't just the fair skin um, Latinas who were yeah. presented to me in the telenovelas. So I wanted to look up, I wanted to see some stand-up. So I was looking up some Afro-Latina stand-up mm-hmm. comedians. Um, and I found, again, I found Aida Rodriguez. She has a stand-up special called um, Fighting Words on mm-hmm. Max. Mm-hmm. I would <laughs> recommend that because it had, they had her comedy special and she talked about so many things. And like, there were some things that didn't make me uncomfortable, but she reminded me to unclench. I'm supposed to say these things. Uh, I'm a comedian. Unclench. It's okay. Yeah, unclench. It's all right. I'm supposed to say these things. Cause um, she told, she talked about at one point in time during one of her shows, she had this, this blind man who was heckling her and he came up to her afterward and he told her that he was really offended and she wanted to know why he was offended. She, he said, because I was heckling you and you didn't, t- you didn't try to roast me at all. So she said she made sure that for her next, he, he told her the next time I come to see your show, you better roast me. And don't, <laughs> just because I'm blind, not just, just because I'm disabled, you, like, don't do that to me. Like, don't yeah. leave me out. You talk about everybody else. You talk about me too. So um, like she said, she came up with a joke, to, a way to roast him if he showed up again. And she told, she told some joke in there. And so there was a reminder to unclench. It's okay sometimes to say these things. And she also like after the comedy show was over, it got more into her personally. Um, and she was in Santo Domingo visiting her father for the first time in forever. Mm. Like she hadn't seen this man in decades. So it got really emotional showing that. And mm. also it showed the people of Santo Domingo who again, mm. aren't all fair skinned. Right. So you got to see that. And also she visited her mother's family um, in Puerto Rico, mm. um, San Jose, I think it was. And she introduced her kids so they could see, and she asked them, do you recognize any of part, any part of yourself here from here? And they didn't yet because like they had just arrived and they didn't get really get to get a feel of it. So that was cool to see. But I would have never found her comedy special if I hadn't Googled that whole wonderful list of names. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ex Mayo, I, I already knew her from Blackening, but I did not know she was Afro-Latina. Mm-hmm. And so um, I watched an interview that she did um, with um, Kev on stage. 
And she kind of talked about her experience and what it's like being Afro-Latina and also talking about like auditioning for the Blackening and like her own experience not being um, classically trained because she'd worked with some classically trained actors on the Blackening. And um, she was self-conscious about that. And she had told them, oh, no, we need to redo that. And the director had to pull her aside and said, no believe in yourself trusting yourself because what you just did was amazing mm. um so I'll, I'll send you a list of the names um that i that i, that I looked at because i've watched a lot of youtube videos too um for, for different stand-up comedians um what was it gloria smora she's amazing um awesome. she had a history in finance initially and she left that behind wow because again she felt like her voice wasn't being heard there and she became a comedian mm. oh, <laughs> nice. that is so cool yeah. That yeah. is so cool. It's- and see, you are really good about that going deep into Google and following threads and fi- finding threads mm-hmm. and then following them because you're proactive like that. Yeah. The mm-hmm. vast majority of people are not. Know, so I we know. really need the streaming services to be proactive and mm-hmm. show things that aren't already popular. I mean, like, yeah. you know, promote them at the top switch things around and Netflix does switch things around eventually, you know, not constantly, but what else? This is something I really appreciate about, appreciate about the spirit awards Mm -hmm. is there. And I wish I could rattle them off the top of my head right now, but it's been, you know, eight months since the last spirit awards, (laughs) Uh, you know, their qualifications, their voting, like, qualifications, what we should be looking for. And one of them is diversity in thought and in in front of and behind the camera and uh, in the theme and all of that, you know, just everything about the film should mm-hmm. express diversity. Yeah. And so when you get the nominated films, we are being exposed to films that otherwise we would not know about. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And so if only the freaking Oscars and Golden Globes and Emmys did that as well. And podcasts, we have to do that right. too, because like the streamers, there are some things where maybe they haven't made it enough to be on the streamers. Right. And because I told yeah. you what that article, I found a lot of people who, they're on YouTube right now. They don't have a lot of followers, right. but they are amazing. So right. we, ha- when we find something, we have to do that too. And other right. p- podcasts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. So you're right. I guess we have a responsibility to go out and find these yeah. hidden gems and there you go. <laughs> I just want to shout out some other names that came from that list that I found. Um, these two locas, uh, that's a YouTube channel. Uh, so it's these okay. and then two locas. Um, so I, I watched some of their videos, some of it, well, all of it was really funny. Some of it was serious. They talked about natural hair and parents and religion and life. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of followers. Go follow them. They've been doing this for a couple years. So, and like they're still at it. They're really interesting. Um, Danielle Perez, uh, she does stand-up comedy and she's an actress. And I already told you guys about uh, Glory Gloris Mora. She does the stand-up comedy. Ex Mayo. Wait a minute. Carolina Teresa, she does stand-up and she's a stand-up comedian. She's a co-host of Hose with Feelings. I didn't get a chance to listen to that, but I want to go listen to it. Hose with Feelings. Okay. 
I read about her from the article. I'm reading an article from Refinery29, uh, just to give proper credit. Okay, and I did talk about, okay, Danielle Perez. So I did cover everybody. Cool. A lot of wonderful young ladies. Mm-hmm. Cool. Or not so young ladies. Some of them are hoes. We love hoes. Yep. We're sex positive. Yes. So next week, we are doing two things. We're celebrating the 40th anniversary of Yentl. Wow. Yes. <laughs> 40. Amazing. Yeah. It's not and right now. Like IMDb says it came out in January of 2020. I mean, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> 1984, but it didn't. It came out in 1983. Maybe it was just limited release okay. because it was up for the Oscars in 1984. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to do it now. Okay. But. Court and I are also a little bit going to talk about the season two finale of Foundation on none other than Apple TV Plus, of course, because that's where all the best stuff is right now. Agree. Well, cool. Susan can just close her ears or she'll forget. Yeah, I'll forget. And by the time I get around to watching it, I'm like, ooh, hey, wasn't it surprising that, yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, but since (laughs) you haven't watched any of season one, yeah, by the time you get around to watching it, you know, in two years, season three will be out. Yeah, so I probably should just wait until next summer to watch the first two and then go right into season three. It's not going to be out next summer. No. No, oh, writers. Of course not. Right. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah, writers and actors. Yeah. yeah. It won't be till <sighs> 25. So I've got lots of time. Yes, you do. Yeah. To catch up on the year that I didn't watch much. Yep. <laughs> and Yentl is on Max. Okay. Yes. Our. <laughs> we're fine. It's fine. Favorite. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> but today we were loving it because of mm-hmm. the Abla. Mm-hmm. Abla. Yeah. Abla. Abla blank. Yes. <laughs> so until next week, everybody, geek on. Geek on.